0: Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash happier. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash happier.
1: Hello, and welcome to Happier, a podcast where we talk about ideas and insights about how to be happier. This week we're celebrating our seventh anniversary. So we are doing our annual roundup of highlights. Yay, seven years! Yay! Yay. Yay. I'm Gretchen Rubin, a writer who studies happiness, good habits, and human nature. I am in my little home office here in New York City, and joining me today from Puerto Rico is my sister, Elizabeth Kraft, my sister, the Fantasy Island showrunner. That's me, Elizabeth Kraft, a TV writer and producer
0: living in LA. Yes, Gretchen, I'm in Puerto Rico at the El Conquistador Resorts. My hair is still wet from the shower this morning because I was shooting till 2 a.m. last night. Oh, my gosh. So it's very exciting here on Fantasy Island. And happy
1: anniversary. I know, it's hard to believe. And Elizabeth, I think that we have to give ourselves a gold star for the fact that we have not missed one week in seven years. I
0: can't believe it. I give us a big gold star. And Gretchen, I think that goes to you and your upholder nature. <laughs> you do not want to miss an episode. It's very important. And I agree. So yes. I'm an obliger. I want to make you happy. Yeah, so yeah. So it works so, out.
1: Yes, works out. We're a good team. And we have to thank listeners because we have had a number of downloads, which is both staggering and Oddly appropriate for the year of 2022, we have had more than 220 million downloads, which is wow. I mean, bonkers, right? When we started this, we were like, maybe oh. no one will listen. Like, we'll see. Yes. I remember being in the hotel room in Hawaii. I happened to be on
0: vacation when it dropped for the first time, and seeing online that we'd had 12 people
1: listen, yes. and I was excited. I know. I remember. Gosh, <laughs> yes. Those early days. Well, before we lunch in, as part of the celebration, we do have merch, like Onward and Upward t-shirts and a lot, all different kinds of things. And to celebrate, there's a discount code for getting mm. 20% off. Not the home goods and the gift cards, but just the the stuff. So if you go to GretchenRubin.com slash shop, you can use the code seven years of happier. That's seven, the numeral seven, no spaces, seven years of happier. And you can get a discount. Also, I want to remind people that we work hard on the show notes. Elizabeth sends me photos. We we hunt down the mm-hmm. links. If you ever are sort of like, oh, what was that book that you mentioned? Or what was the name of that podcast? We put it all in the show notes. And if you want to get the show notes by email, it is the show notes for happier, more happier, and a little happier. So you can get all of it. We can go to happiercast.com slash show notes. Because we get a lot of emails from people asking for stuff, which I'm happy to yes. send but you can easily just you can just get it by email if you if you find yourself wanting that and as a special bonus for people who sign up next week in that email Elizabeth you and I are going to do a little bit of bonus exclusive content so, we will say no more about that. Yes. But we will unveil something. Yes. <laughs>
0: something fun.
1: Something fun. Something a little bit whimsical.
0: Okay, Gretch, let's start by talking about some of our favorite try this at homes. We have our classics that we do pretty much every year. Um, and those are always some favorites.
1: Right. So, first, we make our yearly list. So, it's 20 for 20, 21 for 21. Spoiler Alert: 22 for 22. And we <laughs> talked about that in episode 359, and then in 356, we talked about how we did on our list. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I loved about hearing from how listeners are using the 22 for 22 lists is that somebody's using the keepsake journal that I created mm. for keepsakes that are related to 22 for 22. Her 22 for 22 list has a lot of things like visit 22 restaurants and things like that where you could imagine that it would generate a lot of memorabilia. And so I thought that was a really fun way to have a memento of your 22 for 22 list and memorialize it as you're going through it. So I th- I just have a list tacked up to my corkboard to remind me what to do. <laughs> and I thought that that like was a little bit more fun.
0: Great, you sent me a memento journal and I, the first item I put in it was, a. Uh, key from a hotel, you know, a flat key, yeah. and I wrote what the trip was on oh, it. Oh, that's a good idea. So then I figure when I see that, it'll bring back all the whole trip. That's a little bonus hack.
1: And then, like, five years from now, the hotel key technology will be completely different, so just the idea that yes. this used to be the way that we exactly. got into hotel rooms <laughs> will be just kind of an extremely interesting artifact from the past. Yes. And then we also love any discussion of the one-word theme. In episode 358, we talked about our choices for this year, inspired by you, Elizabeth, and how you often have much more interesting, juicy themes <laughs> than I do. I picked salt, which I love. I'm really getting into my theme of salt.
0: Oh, I love that word because everybody likes salt. Yeah, Everybody likes salt. And my word is step. Step into the future. Take steps. I love step.
1: Yeah. It seems like it's really fitting this year for you. Definitely.
0: And then, Gretch, we loved our hashtag Walk 20 and 20 and our hashtag Read 21 in 21. And this year, one of our absolute favorite Try This at Homes was hashtag Rest 22 in
1: 22. Yes. We unveiled this in episode 357. And it's been really interesting because rest is a little bit more flexible and in subject to interpretation than Walk and read. And it's been really interesting to see how people have taken rest in a lot of different directions. And for them, rest is embodied in different kinds of activities. So my rest 22 in 22 is my 22 minute nap that I'm trying to take every day, which I love. But we've heard of people doing all kinds of things to rest 22. 22.
0: Grudge question Are you in days when you're able, are you taking the nap at the same time every day or does it vary?
1: It's mostly sort of in the early to mid late, mid afternoon. That's when I aim to do it. And oh, okay. that's kind of when it, I often have an open time in my schedule. But I'll tell you what, now I really look forward to that nap. It isn't just yeah, like, I'm oh, sure. I've got to do it. I'm like, oh, I really want to take that nap. So I, I'm I'm getting into the nap. Well, listen, you talk about your how you're so excited about how you have this new identity. Is it not just a dog owner, but a two-dog owner? And it's been this whole revelation to you at a much lower yes. level. I'm excited by embracing my nap. I mean, we come from the power napper of all time. Our father is like such a napper and gets so much energy and enjoyment from naps. And I'm like, it's amazing. I'm like, maybe I'm living up to my heritage.
0: <laughs> you have the nap gene. Now we just need to get the hostess gene that mom has. Ooh, yes. And we'll be perfect. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> let's tuck yeah, that away. It, maybe it's in there. Maybe <laughs> it could be in there.
1: Anything is possible. <laughs> yes. Now for this year, things that we haven't talked about before, not the classics, but kind of the new ones, I have to say. That a very recent one, but one that I am loving what we're getting from listeners, is the calendar of catalysts, which is this idea that we talked about yes. in episode 364 that New Year's Day is a day for reevaluation and reflection and making resolutions. But if you don't like New Year's Day, you can just pick a different day. You could pick July 2nd, halfway day, which was halfway through the year. And there's and I wanted to create a calendar with lots of different choices and people have sent in so many with lots of great ideas so I cannot wait to do a deep dive about other ideas for the calendar of catalysts, So that has been really, really fun.
0: Yeah, this is one of the things you've come up with, Gretchen, that I feel like, how did this not exist? And it's just now going to be in our vocabulary, yeah. calendar of catalysts. We're probably going to talk about it all the time. It's yeah. just one of those things. Well,
1: it's one of those things, too, that when you think of a good new one to add, it's so exciting. You know, you're just like oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah.
0: Yes, you need to make a calendar of callus. That would be fun.
1: No, I'm going to make. S- there's some product here. I don't exactly yes. know what it looks just- like, but there's something.
0: <laughs> now, one of my favorite scratch is. In 362, our Try This at Home was pick a derby name. Now, yes. we realized after the fact, <laughs> we should have said specifically pick a roller derby no, name because we so many people thought we Wait. were talking about the Kentucky Derby. No,
1: but I have to say that was from a listener and she said roller derby and she said, I am on a roller derby team. Ah. But I think that for okay. people who, who are Kentucky Derby, like they just hear the word derby and Everything else yes. is crowded out of their minds.
0: So as a reminder, my roller derby name is Lightning Lizzie, and yours is Arrow. The Arrow. The Arrow. That's
1: right, (laughs) the arrow. How could I forget that? (laughs) I think that seems more derby. Yes. And have you been living up to that name or using that name, Elizabeth, Lightning Lizzie?
0: Well, a little bit because another try this at home we had about talking to yourself in the third person, because I find that very helpful. So I am trying instead of, I do call myself Lizzie in the third person. So I am trying now to say, you can do it, Lightning Lizzie. Um, or you got this lightning Lizzie. and i I find it very helpful,
1: but also, you always say that good TV is lightning in a bottle, and you're shooting a TV show right the second. So you need yes. to access your lightning Lizzie side now. Lightning
0: yeah. Lizzie is necessary. Yes
1: <laughs> yeah. And then in episode three forty six, we talked about keeping a list in the way that's right for you. And this is really has been fascinating to talk about because, One of the most common pieces of advice that you hear is make a to-do list, set your priorities, and march down. And over the years, as we've engaged with listeners, we've realized some people love a to-do list, but some people love a to-da list, where they make a list of everything they've already done, and that's how they get energy. And some people like, like rebels, like a could-do list, because if you tell them they have to do it, they're like, I don't want to do it. But if you say, well, you could do it, if you feel like it, then they feel like doing it. And then there's the to list, the to do list. We've heard of all these lists. And so I even created a little tackle box with the mm-hmm. sticky pads with all the to-dos because I just think that's such a fascinating example of how there's no tool that works for everyone. And if something doesn't work for you, it's not that there's anything wrong with you. It's just like, oh, okay, lesson learned. What's a different tool that I could use to get to the same result.
0: Funny thing about to-do list scratch, Sarah and I had been friends forever and working together for many, many, many years before she realized that I didn't have a to-do list. Oh, really? I don't know how she didn't know this, <laughs> but she was like, wait, you don't have a to-do list? I'm like, when have you ever seen me with a to-do list? She just couldn't deal. She was like, that's insane.
1: But she's a bullet journaler. She's like all over that stuff. She loves the list. But
0: also I have to say, because she keeps the list, I really don't need to. So that's, she's my list in the human form.
1: But you also have a really good memory for this kind of thing. I feel like I I just want to take it all out of my memory and put it onto a piece of paper, but you do have a really good memory for it.
0: Yes. I am the person that will make a doctor's appointment and then I'll remember six months. And you'll
1: say to me, oh, could we move this recording to this date? I'm like, I have to look at my calendar and write this down second by second as this is evolving. I can't possibly just chat about it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, Gretch, here's another fun one that was actually inspired by Andrew McCarthy's memoir. Yeah. In episode 331, we talked about give yourself a prop to hold.
1: Yeah, and because he talked about how he was able to give a superb performance in St. Elmo's Fire because he had a set of bongos to play, and that allowed him to get out of his head and really into the performance. I realized, like, I always like to hold a pen. Even if I'm, like, at a cocktail party, if I'm feeling a little bit anxious or I want to feel more grounded, I'll hold a pen. And people had all kinds of interesting things, whether it was a teacher holding a mug or a church organizer holding a clipboard. People talked about how they also felt calmed and grounded by holding a prop, which seems like such an easy solution for such a common problem.
0: Yes. Gretchen, this is a fun one, uh, whimsical, we might say, which is to make a taste timeline. We talked about that in 326.
1: Yeah, because this is just a fun way to, we talk about all these different ways to keep a record of our lives, hold on to memories. Salt is a preservative of memories, and so I like Mm. that. I like to salt away these memories. It's fun to like go through and think of the tastes of the different periods of our lives. But Elizabeth, I have to say, for you and me, too, it was such a fun way to reminisce. We share taste memories that no one else, maybe our parents, but maybe not even our parents, they I don't think that they really knew the level to which you were melting butter onto saltine crackers as a child, (laughs) the way I I knew that you were melting butter onto saltine crackers. Oh,
0: my gosh. My mouth waters at the (laughs) thought.
1: <laughs> Did catch on fire. Our father had to blow out a toaster oven one time because it was flames <laughs> were <laughs> engulfing. <laughs> yes. But it was a, it was a fun thing to do for me alone. But then it was even more fun when I said to you, let's think back about the tastes of our childhood. What when we were on those incredibly long yes. car trips to visit our grandparents in Nebraska? What were we snacking on in the back seat? And we both Remembered. No,
0: absolutely. And then once we got there, Grandma's fudge and the ice cream at Grandma and Grandpa's and all those things, they bring back so much more than just the taste. Yes. It brings back the whole picture of that time.
1: Yes. Yeah, that was a really fun one. Lovely. And Elizabeth, we talked about celebrating Tuesday on Tuesday, two twenty two, twenty twenty two. 22, 2022. That was a great suggestion. You and I both exchanged two gifts each. Yeah. Because we we're an important twosome. I loved it. And we got this email from our listener, Kristen, about what she did at work. She said, after listening to your podcast mention the upcoming minor holiday of 2222 on a Tuesday, I was inspired to share an idea with my team at work. I suggested we put together some themed activities for our employees and our clients to celebrate the day. The marketing team ran with it and put together some super fun activities. And then she sent a flyer of the activities that they were hosting in their corporate offices. So the first one I thought was brilliant. It was Taco Tuesday. How did we not think of Taco Tuesday? Taco Tuesday served at 12.22. And then they had celebratory Hmm. cake served at 2.22. And then they had a raffle where everyone received not one, but two raffle tickets so that they had a better chance to win two theme prizes and then they had things like a photo booth but i just thought that was so much fun
0: tuesday it's so fun especially i feel like everybody wants fun right now yes and it reminds me sarah and i on Happier in hollywood were recently talking about the personal touch how important that is and this is like the ultimate personal touch so i think that's wonderful absolutely okay gretch coming up we are going to discuss some of our favorite happiness hacks from this year but first this break Okay, Gretch, we are back with our favorite happiness hacks from this year. Now, we love teachers. Yes. On this podcast, and we had many happiness lessons from teachers this year.
1: Yeah, we introduced it in 324 because I collect aphorisms and proverbs of the professions for my upcoming. Brilliant work of aphorisms that I, like, (laughs) is my hooky book that I work on in my free time. So I had collected a lot of proverbs of the professions from teachers, so I talked about those in 324, but then we heard from a lot more teachers So then we did a deep dive in 326, which was more happiness lessons from teachers, because a lot of times what teachers discover to be true is something that's true for all of us as well.
0: Absolutely.
1: And then I had to share one of my own personal happiness acts. I wrote about this in my book, Outer Order, Inner Calm, and it still gives me so much delight, which is for all those little toys that you get if you have kids that get gift bags or gumball machine if are there still prizes in gumball machines i don't even know but you know those little things that are there often, are i can report okay good but you know the little things that often are kind of cool like it's a really it's a super ball with a polar bear on the inside or it's some little teeny set <laughs> of magic markers and you're like they're so cunning but where do you put them they're hard to put away because they don't really belong anywhere So I shared my idea of having jars. You have acrylic jars. I had big, wide-mouth jars that were very attractive. And then you just dump all that stuff in them and then put them on a shelf. And they look really interesting and eye-catching and fun. If your kids are bored, you just dump all the stuff out and let them sort through it. And then you just put it all back in the jar. So it helps you stay organized helps you know where to put things away, and keeps those things available and fun. And also, I have to say, for a lot of creative projects, when you're like, kid has to make some doodad, a lot of times. diorama, yeah. Exactly. Eleanor had to make a Halloween diorama. I'm like, let's see what's in the jars. And we found a little tiny black cat. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So then she had a black cat for her diorama. So that was episode 323, and I'm very proud of my jars.
0: And then in 316, we talked about helping morning grogginess. Yes with waking up to melodic music and not a blaring alarm, this is something that's so easy to
1: (laughs) execute, and yet I haven't done it. I'm
0: like, this is a great idea. I need to do this. (laughs) Have I done it? No. I think it's great.
1: Good reminder that research suggests that this helps people become more alert. So the little things. Now, we had a really interesting bunch of suggestions from listeners about resisting overbuying. Because Elizabeth, you and I are underbuyers, so this isn't something that we grapple with. But for overbuyers, this is something that is really a happiness stumbling block for them. And it comes up quite a bit from listeners we know. So in episode 355, we had a bunch of suggestions from listeners that were really very practical and very useful for people who wanted to get a handle on overbuying.
0: Yes. Very common problem. I'm such yeah. an underbuyer grutch. I need a new hat here. It's yeah. very sunny. Yeah. And I've circled the hat in the store that I'm thinking of buying every single day yes. and I just cannot pull the trigger. Okay.
1: okay. So and I need a hat. This will be a drive by demerit. Give yourself a demerit, so then you'll do it. Just say demerit. Okay. okay. I got okay. Today I'm buying the hat. Okay, good. Excellent. Speaking of
0: overbuying, Gretch, (laughs) then in 353, we did our happier gift guide, which is about buying. It was gifts to help people get happier. I love a good gift list.
1: Right. So you might say like, oh, isn't that a little bit counterproductive to have a thing about overbuying and a thing about gift guides? But Mm -hmm. the fact is, if you need to buy gifts, it's something that you need to buy. And nothing is more satisfying than having the right gift. And I think having the right gift also helps people who are overbuyers because then they feel like, oh, I'm done. Whereas if you don't really feel good about a gift, sometimes it's like, well, I'll just get three things instead of one thing because I don't feel confident So I think that they're actually not as, they're not as in much tension as it might seem. (laughs) Yes. Well,
0: anyway, Gretz, one of your truths is that the opposite of a truth is also true. So overbuying and underbuying, they're two sides of the same coin. Yes,
1: yes. And even overbuyers need to buy gifts, so. Another big thing is milestones. We want to mark some big milestones for ourselves, because as we've talked about, you want to note your milestones, because that helps us feel energized and keep going when we realize how far we've come. Yes. So, listen, we are on YouTube, and this is something that yes. we have been wanting to do for such a long time. Subscribe to our channel, Gretchen Rubin. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. And it means we can have captions, which is something that also has been something that we've been working towards. So this was a huge milestone in 2022.
0: Gretch, another big milestone. We launched our Every Other Saturday podcast, More Happier, um, which we're having a lot of fun with. Yes. If you want to hear about the Get Back Beatles documentary, <laughs> yeah. tune in, because we seem to talk about it every other Saturday. Yes. So I don't know when that will end.
1: Yes, yes. In the middle of the night, Elizabeth, I was like, maybe we should have a recap podcast and all we do is talk about the Get Back uh, documentary for like six months because I feel like we have so much <laughs> yes. to say. I am now going back and reading oh, yeah. all these books about the Beatles. No, but we're really enjoying it. That's a looser format, a more less structured, more conversational format. It's kind of, they drop on Saturdays, so it's kind of a more weekend vibe. So we're really enjoying that, and it's been great to hear from listeners who say that they've been enjoying it. Yes, and I
0: get to talk about The Housewives, which, mm-hmm.
1: of course, brings me happiness. And you've been wanting to do that for a very long time.
0: (laughs) Yes, I have. And then, Gretch, another big milestone is you came out with a line of products, which I have been wanting you to do for years, if not decades. Yeah. And I gave a lot of these products as gifts and have gotten a wonderful reaction.
1: Yeah. Well, in episode 343, we talked about keeping a journal in the way that's right for you. And in the products, there's the one-sentence journal there is the Know Yourself Better Journal, and then there's the Don't Break the Chain Journal, which I, I, this may be my favorite, just because it's so cunningly designed. But they're all they're all great, and it has been really fun to hear from people who are using them and finding them to be a good tool for happiness. It's really fun to to create something, you know, to design it. So that's been yes. that's been fun.
0: I've been hearing from people using the One Sentence Journal, which I, yeah is my favorite.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that one's really popular. And speaking, like, I worked with a great team with that. I also working with a great team for The Happier App in episode 352. I talked about that. That is so exciting. So go to happierapp.com and check out The Happier App. There's all sorts of know-yourself-better questions and tools to use for however you want to keep your habits. I won't get into that now, but it's there's a lot there, and it's very, very cool. Very excited about that. And Elizabeth, you have a huge milestone because... It's season two of Fantasy Island. Talk for a minute about why season two is a special milestone.
0: Well, it's so hard to get any show on the air, of course. But Sarah and I have been lucky enough to get a few different shows on the air, but we have never gotten to a season two. And it's much harder to get a season two than a season one because the vast majorities of shows are canceled after the first season. So the fact that we got a season two... Is, I mean, this is what we have wanted our entire career. We're just, we have to get to season two. We have (laughs) to get to season two. And we did it. And now that I'm doing season two, I have to say it is bringing me so much happiness because now we know what the show is, we know the cast, we know a lot of the crew. It's just a completely different experience, and I absolutely love it. And of course, now I'm all about season three. So hopefully I'll have a season three milestone on our next anniversary.
1: You're in a tough business. It's like at every step, there's just this winnowing, this ruthless cutting yeah. out. And yeah, so so this is season two. Is It's just huge. It's so exciting. It's huge. And the... Sh- And the show is so good and so fun.
0: Thank you. Yes, I love it. It's on Fox. And if anybody wants to go back and watch it, it's available on Hulu. You can watch the whole first season and get ready for season two. Okay, coming up, we talk about some of our favorite moments. There will be a corgi involved in these favorite (laughs) moments. But first, this break.
1: Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship— not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, is also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. Okay, Elizabeth, favorite moments, I have to say, hearing you talk about whether to get a dog, hearing you talk about whether to get a second dog, finding out that you got not just one, but two dogs. I know. I had no idea this was coming. I know.
0: We now have Nacho and Daisy, and definitely talking about Nacho and Daisy and my relationship with them and how they've impacted our family is my... Top, top, top moments from the last year. And I think I did surprise you genuinely yes. with the second dog. That was fun. You and surprised me with the first dog. I know. <laughs> so much fun. A lot of fun. And then Gretchen, I don't know how fun this was for you, but one of my favorite, let's say after the fact, favorite moments was our discussion about you passing out on live TV when you were on CBS.
1: Yes, this is an episode 327. I passed out on live TV and CBS this morning. You know, I have to say it's it's like this is something that people talk about all the time, but that sometimes when you talk about something that's very painful, you can kind of get perspective, you can maybe even laugh at it. The things that go wrong often make the best memories. I cannot say it's a, a best memory But certainly, I'm able to see sort of the funniness of it. And so, yeah, that happened. Gretch, I just remember I talked to you
0: afterward, and you said, the producer said, well, we heard a thud, but we didn't know what it was. And that's the point at which I couldn't help but laugh. And I just said, I think
1: you need to see that this is funny. I have to say, you and Jamie saw the funniness of it before I did, but Uh, I did get there. No doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Now, other things that I love, we have some bonus episodes this year, and I love the bonus episode where Sarah Fain, your writing partner, talked about her thoughts about why she decided to move to Ojai, which is sort of an ongoing saga. So anybody who wants to listen to that, listen to Happier in Hollywood, because that's a very interesting theme in Happier in Hollywood and talking to you about Fantasy Island because here I am your sister and you talk about work all the time but I hadn't systematically asked a lot of the questions that I had so that was fun to just hear you talk about your professional life in a deep way and then of course Mad Men which how many years ever since Mad Men first aired you've been telling me to watch it I finally did. It was on my my list, my yearly list for several years in a row because it was 90 yes. hours of TV. Yes. And you said take it season by season. Don't think of the whole thing. Yeah. And then of course you loved it. Of course. One of my favorite things
0: about having a podcast is that we get to talk about the things we love and that's Yes. Yeah. Definitely we had a great conversation. I still miss Mad Men.
1: I know. That's so good. And
0: then, Gretch, always favorite moments come out of our book clubs. We love our book clubs, talking to writers, and talking to Michelle Zauner this year, who wrote Crying in H-Mart, which went on to be on so many lists of of, of books to read this year. Um, Had a great conversation with Michelle, and also, of course, one of our favorites— Always Kate Bowler.
1: Yeah, we love talking to Kate about her book, No Cure for Being Human. And I should mention, Kate has a brand new book that just is coming out now Mm. called Good Enough. So more Kate Bowler. We can never have enough Kate Bowler.
0: And Gretch, even after seven years, we have so much we're looking forward to doing. We want to do more book clubs. I am on a mission to up my YouTube game. I feel like I'm still getting used to yeah. being on video, hence my wet hair today.
1: Keeping it real. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm determined to keep it real, but
0: not too real.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing more Happiers. We love doing more Happiers. Yes. So that's going to be really funny. Yes. keep that going and now for the gold stars there are no demerits for the anniversary episode only gold star and we want to give a gold star to our listeners we give you a gold star for listening and for engaging we love even if we don't mention a response which obviously we can't mention most of them on the podcast we read them all we talk about them all we love engaging with people it's just it's just so vastly engaging and compelling to hear from everybody.
0: Yes. We love our community.
1: And we especially want to give gold stars to people who have taken the time and the energy to, you guessed it, rate, review, and follow. (laughs) We really thank you. If, you, if you'd if you like to do it, but you're not exactly sure how, I will post a link in the show notes because it's not hard, but it's not exactly intuitive if you haven't done it before. So this was just easy step-by-step directions. We really love it. And just like we did last year, if you want to get an extra gold star, we would love it if you would email or text a link to the show To a friend or a coworker or a family member who you think would like the show, if you hit the number seven, we will shower you with gold stars (laughs) in our minds because um, it really is the way that most people hear about our show. We hear about that all the time, that someone's like, oh, my neighbor told me about your show or "My, my brother told me about your show. We really, really do appreciate it so much.
0: Gretchen, you know, at the end of every episode, we have a button where you hear um, a little bit of an outtake from a recording session. And today we have a special button made by Chuck, our executive producer, who we also give a big gold star to. Because... Chuck is the person who makes us sound good. As you will learn listening to the button, we have so many ums, ahs, likes, you knows, petering off of sentences. Yeah, And we've almost made an annual tradition for Chuck to make a little clip of all of these. It's not hard for him to do because we have (laughs) hundreds every (laughs) single recording. And Chuck puts his heart into it. So we thank Chuck And you can hear the amazingness of his work at the end of this episode.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people don't realize that we always do have a button. And we always have some, like, little treat at the very, very end of the episode. So that— Yes. The resources for this week, I'll just say it again in in case you didn't catch it. If you want to sign up for the show notes so that you get all this stuff just in your email inbox, go to happiercast.com slash show notes, one word, and uh, you can sign up for that. Elizabeth. what are we reading?
0: I am not reading anything this week, Gretchen. I am on set, and I just don't have the energy.
1: It's not the season of reading for you right it's now. It's not happening okay. this week. Okay. I am reading nothing personal. Text by James Baldwin. Photographs by Richard Avedon. So mm. quite a team. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can get in touch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Drop us an email at podcast at GretchenRubin.com. Or as always, you can go to the show notes. This is HappierCast.com slash 366. Or as we keep saying, you can sign up and get them by email for if you want anything related to this episode. Get in touch any way you want. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And that's it for this episode of Happier. Thanks for listening and onward to eight years and beyond. (laughs) Yes.
0: Thank you to our brilliant executive producer, Chuck Reed and everyone at Cadence 13. Get in touch. Gretchen's on Twitter at Gretchen Rubin and I'm at Elizabeth Craft. Our email address is podcast at GretchenRubin.com.
1: And I don't even need to say it again because this is usually when I would say, if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and follow us, rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. But I'm not going to say that this time because I already said it. (laughs) Until next week, I'm Elizabeth Kraft. And I'm Gretchen Rubin. Thanks for joining us onward and upward. Okay. Well, um, um. um I don't know. Um, 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 okay. Sort of like, um, uh, we, um, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, you know, um, <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Huh? <clears throat> now Gretch. Oh, what is it? Um, uh, what do you think? Um, kind of, um, uh, was, uh, like, um, 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 should I just go on to the next? Mostly sort of like, I'm like, um, and I'm like, Nick. I'm like, ooh, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, huh? Oh, sorry. Kind of like, like, I don't know. Um, it, it, I'm like, should I start? I have to scratch my nose, sorry. You know, uh, sort of, it's, it's sort of, it's kind of a funny, uh, uh, so, um, you know, uh, like, uh, well, do you, <clears> oh, <throat> Kind of, uh, yeah, I've um, been here for the people- great, oh, what is-
0: um, Gretch, I think yeah. about. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, okay.
1: Wait, you know what, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Elizabeth,
0: Gretch. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Gretch, can you do that again? I, I had an itch. Sorry.
1: Is you... uh, for the the.
0: Uh, uh, um, uh, oh my uh,
1: god! I'll do it again.
0: So wait, sorry. I was like money that money story that part again. Um, <laughs>
1: The Onward Project. Gretch, I
0: know from my own experience that baby making is not always simple. There is a lack of knowledge surrounding how to get pregnant. And when you want to conceive, there can be a lack of understanding and resources. Frida Fertility is the only one stop shop that makes it easier to make a baby with a set of solutions for everything from reproductive health. To uh, ovulation
1: tracking to conception aid. Frida is simplifying the journey to parenthood with products that help you go from trying to making a baby. Frida products are innovative, easy to use, and accessible from ovulation prediction to at home insemination kits. This is baby making simplified. Find Frida Fertility on Amazon, at Target, and select CVS stores near you. That's Frida Fertility. F-R-I-D-A, Frida Fertility.